I want you to go to 3rd John today. Not St. John, but 3rd John. 3rd John. I want you to go to 3rd John. Go to 3rd John. Today I want to talk about the end of the series on renew your sowing and reaping. Say that with me. Renew your sowing and reaping. I want to talk about the progress of prosperity. Say that with me. The progress of prosperity. And before I do that, before I do that, I want to, the Lord allow me, I want to briefly just speak on sowing on the altar. Because I know that that has become somewhat controversy in the churches. And some of you have never seen that before, that practice. And I want to just, uh, you know, make a disclaimer here. I've never told the body of uh, the winning church, and before then, CFC Christian Fellowship Church, to ever sow anything on the altar. You just one Sunday just came and people start sowing on the altar. But let's see if we can kind of get some background from this and see what we can gather from this from the scripture. Is that okay? Because I don't believe you should be doing something you really don't understand why you're doing it. Exodus, the 25th chapter, verse 2. And if you have downloaded our app, you're going to have all these verses. So please, ma'am, please, sir, just download the app and you have all the verses and everything you need there. But it'll, it'll show up on the screen. The Lord said to Moses, verse 2, tell the Israelites to bring me a what? An offering. You are to receive the offering for me from everyone, listen to this, whose heart prompts them to give. Everybody see that? I want you to look at it now. It says, you are to receive the offering for me from everyone whose heart prompts them to give. If God prompts somebody's heart to give, who are we to stop them? Now I'm going to give you another verse of scripture. Deuteronomy 26 chapter verse 1. Now this is talk, actually talking about uh, in an offering setting. He says, and it shall be, and I want you to listen closer to this verse of scripture. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance and possesseth it and dwelleth therein, look at verse 2, that thou shalt take of the first of all the fruit. Take of the first of all the fruit. I was just talking about first fruit given on last week. I'm not going to go back and rehash that, but, but you need to go and get that so you can understand what first fruit giving is all about. So he said, the first of all fruit of the earth, which thou, thou shalt bring of thy land that the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shall, don't, don't forget this, don't, don't miss this, shall put it in a basket, and shall go unto the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place, in, uh, place his name there. Okay? Verse 3 says, and thou shalt go unto the priest that shall be in those days. That was in those days. We got a new day now. 
and say unto them, I profess this day unto the Lord thy God that I am come unto the country which the Lord sweareth unto our fathers for to give us. A lot of you that come to this church, you say the Lord led you here. Verse 4 says, and the priest shall take the basket out of thine hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord thy God. Let me see if I can help you all. They were bringing the first of their fruit, the best kind, and they were giving it to the priest, and he was putting it in the basket, and he was sending it on the altar. Let's roll it fast forward. We're here in 2020. People put it on the altar. We put it in the basket. Right? But nevertheless, the, the thing is, is that it was placed on the altar. So whatever their givings were, they placed it on the altar. This was done in Deuteronomy. All right? So first, let me just say this. The devil will never tell you to give to God's program. Satan will never say, bless God's work. So therefore, rest assured that he will never tell you to sow any money on the altar for God's plan. Now, here's the question. Do I have to lay money on the altar? And, and the answer is no. You don't have to really do anything. You don't have to give your tithes and offering. It will behoove you that you did. So you do I I don't have I ain't got to do nothing. You proved that already. Cause you get no tie, you don't get no offer. All you do is just give lip and always want something when you need something. You will reap what you sow. What did you sow? Nothing. That's what you're reaping. So some people view the practice as a genuine expression of faith. Say that with me, a genuine expression of faith. Now others, they view it as a distraction, you know, attention grabber, oh, we don't need that going on doing what we're talking or whatever. And, and, but there are two uh, schools of thought behind the practice, which is popular in the charismatic and non-traditional style of worship. And so the first is that if the minister utters something that uh, resonates with your spirit, you place money on the altar. Tantamount to sowing a seed in the ground. And ultimately, you will reap blessed. That's what they say. Now, the second thing is that if you are inspired by the minister's teaching, you, you need not wait for the offertory to give. Watch me now. So sometimes, everybody say sometimes. You can hear a word that ignites something inside you that lasts forever. See, when Elephant was up, there was something that he said ignited inside of us. It ignited inside of us, and we tapped into the word that he was speaking, and we sowed a seed right away. He said, we, bitch, I didn't see you. I did. So it's all about what you believe and your faith, and it is not for everybody. 
So the act of sowing a seed has biblical roots. And I want you to know that because why do people lay money on the altar? They sow unto the word. What we just did a few minutes ago, we sowed unto the word. What did we sow unto? The word. So we sowed unto the word that just had been spoken and received right then and there. We have to wait. We received what was said right then and there. There's some things that I'm going to say today, and you're going to receive right then and there. And some people feel blessed instantly and need to express that by giving instantly. And so the word inspired them to give. If the word don't inspire you to give, don't give. But the word inspired people to give. Now this kind of giving comes naturally. I do it because I believe in the words that's being spoken at the time. And I want to sow into that revelation or that prophecy. You got that? I, I want to sow into that revelation or that prophecy so that it will manifest itself. Now, I slowed it down so I could teach you so you can understand why you're doing what you're doing. So you don't have to worry about, well, I wonder what they think about me. I don't know. You know. Well, I know why I'm doing it. I've tapped into the gift God has given me and I can discern when it's of God and when I'm not supposed to give. When I'm supposed to give, I'm supposed to give, but I'm not supposed I've tapped into it. Now hear me real good. Some people will give with the wrong intentions. It's a show-off thing. But that's not why I'm giving. I'm giving because I'm sowing into the revelation or the prophecy of that word. Now, we understand that the Bible says that when we give, we can expect to receive. But however, we don't give to get. You give because you love God. You honor God. You respect God. And if you don't remember that, you can get off track. We honor God with our seed. Why? Because he is the giver of the seed. He gives seed to the sower. Your seed didn't come from you. Seed came from God. Because he gives what? Seed to the soil. Now, here's something I want you to notice in the scripture so you can cover all bases. The word itself is a seed. Come on, say it with me. The word itself is a seed. Now, here it is. I'm going to show it to you in scripture. Now, then I'm going to teach my lesson. Matthew 13. Look at it. 13, 19. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, y'all see it? I'm going to back up. 
Back that thing up. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one. Who's that wicked one? The devil. And catcheth it away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which received what? Seed by what? The wayside. So he heard the word. The word was the seed. And the wicked one came and took his seed by the wayside. Verse 20. But he that receiveth the seed in stony places. He reversed it. The same as he that received, that heareth what? The word. When you get the seed, you hear the word. And anon, with joy, receiveth it. I mean, they're, they're, they're always doing the same thing over and over again. And he says here, yet have ye not root in it himself, but doest for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by, he is offended. He also that receiveth seed among the thorns is he uh, that, that heareth the word. The word is a seed, right? And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of the riches choketh the word and he becometh unfruitful. But he that receiveth seed into good ground is he that heareth the word. And it un understand it, which also beareth fruit and bringeth what forth some... Uh, hundredfold, some 60, and some 30. So clearly here he's talking about the word is the seed. I don't see that, Bishop. I'm glad you said that because I got one to show you that, that this is exactly what I'm talking about. Luke 8 and 11. If you don't like that one, let me show you this one. Now the parable is this. Y'all, I ain't even got to say nothing. Just, just read it. What does it say? So the word is a seed. And when the word is sown, you sow a seed to the word. Because the word is a seed. And if the word is a seed and you put your seed in a place where it can grow, that word that was sown is going to grow up and multiply towards you. That's why when God decreed to us, that seed, which is the word, is going to multiply towards us and it is going to blow our minds uh, until the point where there's going to be blessings over blessings over blessings on blessings because his word is that seed and that seed that you saw was the word and God's word will never die. It was always live. So we do it because of the revelation and we do it because in Deuteronomy that's what they call for to give it the priest and he put it on the altar for them that they may pray the blessings of God on their life. And you know what, uh, you know, uh, first fruit, we've already talked about that, but get a chance, look at Ezekiel, uh, I think it's 44 and 30, and uh, see what that say to your spirit, all right? Hallelujah. And so let's talk about, real briefly, about progress of prosperity. Say it with me, progress, progress. 
of prosperity. Now I'm going to I'm going to end this series with this, with these. So we want to learn how to prosper God's way. Say it with me. I must learn how, must learn how to, prosper to prosper God's way. Now we know the world has its way, but we want to learn how to do it God's way. Is that right? Is that the best way to do it? Okay, so let's look at it. My, my, my foundational scripture is 3 John 1 and 2. Let's look at it. Beloved, I pray that in all things thou mayest prosper. Ooh, I like this here. And be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Let me, let me back that thing up. Beloved, I pray that in all things thou may prosper. And some folk get to shouting right there and don't read the rest of it. Here's, here's uh, uh, John, they, they, he's doing this prayer because of a friend. And he said, I pray that in all things, not, not some things, y'all looking at that? Thou mayest prosper. Now watch this. Everybody in here want to prosper. You, you ain't got to raise your hand. You ain't got to say nothing. Even the one that don't even believe what I'm talking about up here, you want to prosper. Everybody here want to prosper. You show me that you want to prosper because you go to work every day. You don't want to stay to where you are. Where you are, you, you got to get more in order to do some more things. Some of you all, you want to prosper so much that you want you go do overtime. Well, there's some blessings that you ain't even got to work for that God got for you too. Now watch, watch this. I slowed down for this part. I, I, I wish above all things that you possibly be in hell, even as your soul. That no, no, hold on. That you may be in health. Don't skip that part. And that you be in health. Watch this. What's in sense in prospering, and you ain't healthy enough? To enjoy it. God had to put the health thing in there. Because you can have all the money in the world. But if you ain't healthy enough to enjoy it. It don't mean nothing to you. So I need him to keep me in good health. So I can enjoy all the prospering that he going to give me. Ooh, glory to God. Because if I'm paralyzed in the bed laying down, all that y'all say I got, it won't mean nothing to me. I'm just only using that money just to pay my bills and hospital stuff. So I got to prosper and be in health. Everybody say, I need to be healthy. That's why you got to treat your temple a little better because you got to be healthy. If your mind ain't healthy, they got you locked up and chained all up in a straitjacket and you rich, but you in that straitjacket because you done lost your mind. You ain't going to be able to enjoy none of that prosperity. Mind just gone. You ain't know you got the prosperity. So I got, say it with me, I got to be in hell. 
Matter of fact, I got to be in good health. Matter of fact, I want to be in great health. So he said, you may probably be in health. Watch this. Even thy soul probably. So you can have prosperity and have good health, but if you don't have your spiritual life together, you're going to enjoy things down here, but when it comes to you being in eternity, you're going to have to separate from the stuff you got here, even your health. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I want to make sure I'm on my way to glory in hand, if you want to call it that. What should it profit a man to gain whole world and lose his own soul? So all I do, all I do, I just want to have prosperity and have good health on the earth, but then I got to make sure my soul right. Even as my soul prosper. God's, in other words, God said, I want you to have it all. Look down your tell said, you can have it all. Tell them, say, you can, be, you can have prosperity, you can have great health, and you can have a great soul prospering. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So in the process of the progress, y'all see the progress already? I need my soul to benefit from the progress. Did you get that? Say that with me. In the process of the progress, I need my soul to benefit from the progress. So get this. Now, if my soul doesn't prosper, I lose. And I lose big time. The end of it all is I got to have my soul prosper. Do you have it? Now, real quickly, when we look at the parable of the, of the talents, one got five, one got two, and one got one, right? Am I right now about that? So here it is, the progression of it. God expects you to multiply what he gives you. So let's think for a moment. Are you multiplying what God gave you? If God gave you $100, he expects you to have two. If God gave you one house, he expects you to end up with two. If he gave you five, he expects you to have ten. That's the progression of prosperity. Y'all getting quiet on me now. So it's the importance of goals and measurements. You got to have a goal. The one that had one should have had a goal to at least get two. And if I have two, first lady, my goal should be to get four. And I can measure that by looking at the one that got uh, five and he made it ten. If he could do that, God gave me three. I can measure that and say if he did that, then I can at least get six. Three more. Some of you all, you'll get it on when you look, listen to it on the, the, the podcast. So here's the importance of time, using time wisely. You don't just bury what you have and wait for the caretaker to come back. You need to be using your time wisely and thinking how you can multiply what you already have. You should be praying to God. Say, God, give me a creative idea. Give me divine strategies. Lead me to the right person that can help me move until where you're showing me. 
Because how many of you know that God will show you things in dreams? It may not even be a night dream. It may be you dreaming during the daytime. You're in a view. You had a vision. People talking to you can't even hear because God got you in a vision. You, you see yourself going somewhere. And then you, you, once you see you up to, then you, you say, hey, what you saying? Because God was dealing with you according to how he wants you to get where you need to go. And so you got to understand the importance of understanding what you have been given. What God has given you, he didn't give it to you for you to sit on it. He didn't give it to you for you to eat your seed. Because a seed, you can eat it or you can plant it. You can eat it or you can sow it. And so you got to understand it, uh, the, the importance of the defining of prosperity. Now here it is, don't miss it. It is progress in all that we do. Say that with me. Prosperity is progress in all that I do. Say it again. Prosperity is progress in all that I do. So you got to understand the progress in all that you do. If you're not progressing in what you have right now, if you're going backwards, you don't have the right vision. The vision should be you take what you have and move forward with it. If it's not but a little bit, you take that and make a little bit more. You take that little bit and you take a little bit more. And you get that and you make a little bit more. And before you know anything from your little bit, you have moved to a lot. You're not going to progress if you're just sitting on the stool of do nothing and expecting everybody to do everything for you. This ministry did not grow or prosper when we're sitting around waiting for somebody to come and help us. We had to get in the trenches ourselves, pull back the dirt, put the seed in, cover it back up, fertilize it, attend to it, water it. Come and make sure you get enough sun. Before we know anything, things started sprouting. And now you're here. Are you following me? So if we understand the parables of the talents, then the second thing is the principle of sowing and reaping. First thing is to forget about last year's crop and focus on this year's crop. That's the first thing you got to do. Our eyes have remained on the goal ahead. We are entering in a new territory. Say that with me. We're entering into a new territory. Come on now, help me out. Say, so I'm not looking on what I had last year. Tell her, I'm looking forward to a new crop. So your focus should be on where God is taking you right now. You have what you have now, but you want to focus on where God is taking you in your future. Now, I get this. And the second thing is that the soil that you plant is the, in, in, in the ter, it determines a good harvest or a bad harvest. So you got to make sure your soil is right. The soil you plant in will determine a good harvest or a bad. You got to make sure that you are planting in good soil. Somebody shout good soil. 
People in the church are angry for the word of God. I'm telling you, they are excuse, they're hungry for the word of God and, and, and the works of, the, of his kingdom. So you got to get in the good soil where God is moving. So a seed has to be planted to have a harvest. Sacrifice and obedience has begun or become a sign of true sowing. So there's a season for sowing. There's a season for reaping. You got to know that. And we have seen the work and God's faithfulness, blessings on our ministry and the families in our ministry because they've been consistent in from season to season. They've been sowing from season to season and they're getting their uh, uh, reaping the crops from season to season. And so whatever you sow is what you will reap. And I don't care if it's financially, if it's relationship, if it's time, if it's employment, if it's ministry progress, whatever you sow, that's what you're going to reap. So somebody say, well, you know, don't look back for money if you sow money. I don't know what you're talking about. You can't plant, plant no orange seed and look for no apples. Whatever you sow, you reap back. And my spouse always fussing at me. What? Well, check your sewing out. Look like we're just angry in this house. Check your sewing. We don't do nothing but fuss and fight. Check your sewing. You want them to be sweet? Do you start being sweet? They sow nothing but sweetness. I don't care how mad they get. They can turn red or ashy or whichever. Yeah, let them turn all the colors they want to talk. Dark, that don't matter. You just keep on sowing sweetness. Because that's what you're going to get back. Are you following me? See, some of us, we don't like to sow, but we want to reap. It don't work like that. Lord, let me reap first, then I sow. It don't work like that, good buddy. You got to sow first. And then you reap. Are you following me? So get that out your mind. I, I, I just wanna, I, I'm believing God for my harvest. Have you sold anything? No. Well, you're not, don't look for nothing, baby. Don't look for nothing, baby. So your harvest will be much greater than what you sow. Because if you sow one seed, guess what? You're going to reap what that one seed brings up out of the ground. So seeds grow into a great spiritual and physical manifestation. Everything we are doing as a church is having and showing great increase. So you will only receive a full harvest if you persevere. So you must be disciplined in your sowing and reaping and patient to wait for the right season. Now is the time to sow more than ever because we are nearing our time of reaping. So we must see that. And so what is the principle of prosperity? I'm glad you asked. It's hard work. It's determination. And commitment to God produces prosperity. Number two, you must make a choice to prosper in what way? 
And then number three, here's the principle. True prosperity is good stewardship. Those people that give, they always have. Number four, love the Lord above anything else. These are the principles. Number five, keep God's word close to your heart at all times. You with me? Number six, commit yourself to the Lord completely. Number seven, you must establish God's kingdom in your life for prosperity to take place. In other words, you must always represent his kingdom to open the doors of prosperity. Can you say amen? amen. And after all of that, you got to have a success model. Everybody say a success model. Now here's the success model, and then here it is right here. Number one, you got to pray. You got to find God's plan for you. That's what you got to do. You got to pray so you can find God's plan for your life. Number two, you got to plan. Everybody say plan. plan. All these start with P. You got to arrange the details of your course of action. You got to say, hey. I'm planning on receiving this. We are setting down and we are planning. Number three, you got to prepare. See, you got to prepare. You got to set the stage for success. Can I let y'all in on something? You can pray, you can plan, and you can prepare. But if you don't plant, that's my next one. D is plant. So what I got to do, I got to pray, I got to what? Plan, I got to what? Prepare, and then need, I need to what? Plant. So sow into your success out of what you have. Well, you know, I'm just waiting to get what I need so I can sow. I'm just waiting until I have all the money I need to start my business. I'm just waiting on a partner to come along that got what I need and they might have the money so I got all of the brains, I got all of the ideas. No, 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 why are you waiting? No, 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 no. That ain't the way it works. You got to plant, you got to plant what, with what you have. The widow woman sold what she had. That's faith. Faith is sowing what you have. You're not waiting on somebody else to come and boost you and tell you you got to do this. Your faith says automatically, I got to sow on this word that God gave me. I got to sow on this plan that God gave me. I got to sow on what God showed me when I was in the wee hours of the morning. I was praying and he got me up in the middle of my sleep and I was sleeping good, y'all, but God say, hey, write this vision and make it play. Can you say amen? And once you start planting, you got to persevere. Can you say amen? In other words, you got to endure the struggles of sowing and serving and sacrificing. People don't understand. You got what you got because you've been sowing. You got what you got because of the struggling of sowing. You got what you got because you've been serving. You've been sacrificing. They don't understand the sacrifice that you made. And my God, when everybody else was outside playing, you was uh, had your face before God and God was downloading and putting stuff in your spirit while they were out 
that, you know, uh, uh -huh, lollygagging and doing all the other things they want to do. You were sitting before God and God was showing you something. You persevered. You, you worked through it even through the thick and the thin, the ups and the downs. People don't know. Listen, they look at your glory, but they don't know your story. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know where you were born, whether you were born with 12 children in the family, 11 children in the house, and you were most less likely to succeed. But God got a hold of your life and gave you a creative idea, and now you're doing more well than anybody in your house. Matter of fact, you're taking care of all the rest of them. It don't matter somebody say you're not going to succeed. You're not going to be successful. God want to take you and showcase you before everybody. That he can take somebody that they thought was nothing and make them something. Whether you know it or not, I'm about to go to my seat. Whether you know it or not, uh, my God, today is the first day of God making you something before the world. Yes, yes, yes. God is about to download and put something in your spirit and in your heart that's going to bless you for the rest of your days. That's going to bless you for the rest of your life. All you got to do is be in the posture that God, I receive everything you have in store for me. Give me the plan that I need. Give me the ability to plan. Give me the perseverance that I need that I can hang in there and don't give up before I give out. Can you say amen? And not only that, but when God start pouring out the blessings and he will pour it out, you got to have the ability to start picking things up. You got to be able to pick it up. Point your finger down your road and say, pick it all up. Yes, you're going to pick up everything because when you start getting the stuff that's coming, when you start seeing the thing grow on your trees, when you start seeing stuff reproduce and produce, and my God, you got fruit hanging everywhere. Now, God said, when I start pouring out the blessings on your life, I got you got to have enough strength to go and pick things up so that you can carry them where they need to go. And when you pick things up, God going to send people around around you and so you're gonna pick things up and say hey come here I want to give you this and I want to give you this and I want to give you this and I want to give you this why do you think God is blessing your life so you can be a blesser he's not blessing you for you to bless yourself he blessing you so you can bless other folk and so when God gives it to you you got to pick it up and give it out can you say amen let's y'all preach with me for a while tell yourself so i can see myself well y'all can preach to me say bishop i can see myself picking it up and giving it out i can see myself picking it up and harvesting it i'm picking it up i'm picking it up and you come yonder there and I'm giving it out 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 can you say amen can I prophesy to you God is about to cause your plans to produce and reproduce it's gonna be loaded so loaded it's falling everywhere and now you gotta pick it up and give it out look at your neighbor in the spirit I want you to pick it up 
and give it out can you say amen find somebody around you and give it out give it out to somebody that's ready to receive it can you say amen and finally my brethren finally my brethren when you prayed and when you planted and when you prepared and when you planted and when you persevered and when you picked it up finally my brethren all is left is just to praise God can you say amen God will take you from a prayer he'll take you from a prayer to your praise can you say amen look at somebody and say God is taking me taking you from a prayer to a praise can you say amen from a seed to a plant from a plan to your perseverance can you say amen and all that's left y'all all that's left y'all is nothing but praise can you say amen now some people laugh at your praise some people don't understand your praise some people smirk at your praise but if they only knew what God brought you out of they would be picking they wouldn't be scoffing but they'll come alongside you and say I praise him with you you don't know what God brought me out of he brought me out of intensive care he brought me out of the hospital he saved me from diabetes can you say amen you don't know what God brought me out of you would praise him if you know what he brought me out of can you say amen he brought me out of bad marriage he brought me out of rape he brought me out of a whole lot of junk can you say amen don't judge nobody until you heard their testimony can you say amen and look at somebody God is not through with me yet tell them say neighbor oh neighbor oh neighbor please 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 be patient with me because God is not through with me yet but when he get through when he get through when 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 he get through I I I I I shall come forth as pure gold say yes shout yes yes I'm done he's taking you from prayer to praise are y'all hearing me that's how you he gonna model you he gonna show folk where he can take you. when you was on your knee they were they were scoffing and laughing all on their knees and everything uh -huh. go ahead and laugh now that's my posture now but God is gonna raise me up 
Are y'all hear me? Did you, did you hear what the, 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 the... He said, it won't be long. Y'all heard what Amos said? It won't be long. He gonna raise you up. He gonna take you from a place where you was, your posture was prayer. You hadn't seen nothing yet, but you start planning it out. Somebody gonna go home and start planning it out. Then you're gonna start making preparation. This is how I'm gonna do when God bless me. I'm gonna start preparing for what He's gonna do, huh? Everybody say preparation. And then I'm gonna put it to action. I'm gonna plant. I'm gonna sow it, right? And then I'm gonna sit back, I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna persevere. Hallelujah. While I'm waiting, I'm going to put a little water on it. While I'm waiting, I'm going to put a little fertilizer around it. While I'm waiting, I'm going to say, move them, move, them, move them curtains back. Let that sun hit it a little bit there. Ah, perseverance time. I don't know where you are right now. You've been waiting? Perseverance? You come back, my God, look how this thing has grown. God said, uh-huh. Now look what them fell out. Pick that up. Hallelujah. And when you pick it up, you say, oh, this is so good. It's, a, it's been such a blessing for me. Now I'm going to share what God has given me. It's not even right for you to get so much and not even think about sharing with somebody else. And don't you feel embarrassed or ashamed of God's blessings. Because if he didn't want you to have it, you wouldn't have it. Don't you be, don't you be ashamed to testify for it. Well, you know, I, I feel ashamed because God done blessed me so much and other folk don't really have nothing. Why did he give it to you? Because he could trust you with it. He know that if you see a need, you're going to meet that need. Everybody's standing on their feet. Everybody's standing. I could talk more, but I'm not. I'm not. It was a progression, y'all. And you gotta, you gotta last through the whole state of progression. It starts as a seed. And it progresses upward. Some of you right there in the middle right now, you're on your way up to here. And watch this. God says he's the giver. He's the he gives seed to the sower, right? Some of you, you already got a harvest over here that's up here. But because of what you planted last year, this harvest now is just beginning to grow. Now you, some of you all, you just see your other seed that you sowed in the last season. They just peeking up through the, the ground. What, what am I saying here? There's always a season where you're sowing but there's time where other ones are maturing while these hills are yet growing. 
So soon as this here finishes through maturity, you got something right behind it that's going to mature after that. You got something right behind that's going to mature after that. That's why you always sowing. Oh, look at why you always got something every time I turn, no matter what season, this pandemic looked like you got more. Because my seed that I sowed, it, it was, it's, it's, it's got to mature. So as he read the Amos, he said, in everything, I will continue to bless you. In everything. How many of you got another uh, uh, harvest coming up right behind the one that you just got with, done with? Now watch it. Some folk really soared in the pandemic. They, they got out of debt. Some of you all got in debt, but some of us got out of debt. We paid off some. Holler at me, some of us paid off debts. You mess with us, we're going to pay some more off. God gave us a creative idea. A progressive prosperity. Say, bitch, what I'm supposed to do when I pay everything else off and I still got more coming in because I still got a harvest after that one, a harvest after that. You could do more ministry now. Who, who got, who, whose heart? God gonna put somebody on your heart. You might have to send it in the mail. You might have to drive to give it to them. You might have to tell them to come pick it up. Whatever it is. I'm down, I'm down here at the car dealership and I thought about you needed a car. Come on down here and get your car. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't trying to get no car. Like, come on down here. They say they got a car for you down here. They say I got a car down there. Yeah. I ain't, no. Uh -uh. I don't want no payments. I ain't asked you about no payments. They say they got a car down here. Uh-uh. I ain't coming down there. Come on down here. They say it's already paid off. All right, I'm going to put my clothes on right now. I'm coming right now. <laughs> You don't know what somebody gonna have. God gonna give you so much until he's gonna give you some ideas on how to bless people. He might not put everybody on your heart, but there are gonna be some people that he put on your heart. And you're gonna find some good ground to sow into. Hallelujah. God put the progression on my life. That's my prayer. Come on, let's pray for ourselves. Say, God put the progression on my life. Say, I will not be stagnant. I will not be stale. Because stale water. Stale water and still water. Stinks in your nostril. And stale money and still money. Don't grow nothing else. But this is what you're going to do. You're going to put that money to work. God going to give you a creative idea so that can make more. Do you know that people have become millionaires by sitting at home and having creative ideas during the pandemic? This guy became a multi-millionaire because he started taking pictures of different things of people and, and framing it up and mailing it to them. And he made money off of framing up pictures and mailing it out to the people. You know, folks are crazy about their cats and their dogs and everything. Man, people spend money on anything during the pandemic. They buy the cats and the dogs. They ain't got nothing. I'm, I'm just going to build another house for my dog. Y'all know what I'm talking about? 
God can give you a creative idea on do you know that you can make a lot of money uh, babysitting uh, 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 animals? Babysitting cats and dogs. People want to go out of town, but they can't take their cat or their dog. You can babysit their animals and make a lot of money. Now, you got to be an animal lover. Now, you just can't lock them up somewhere and, and treat them like, you know. Them people going to know what you've been doing to their animal when they get back. You understand what I'm saying? They don't understand that you've you been abusing them, huh? you about to go to jail, yeah. But if you got a love for animals, you can open a business babysitting. Don't worry about her, she'll never make it. But I'm just saying, you can babysit animals. <laughs> I won't make it either. You can babysit their animals and make a lot of provision. You just got to think, what is it that I love? What is it that I can do? other than what I do now. God will give you an extra something that you could do to make uh, some extra on what you already have. Oh, thank you, Lord. I decree and I declare, I prophesy now, that in the next months, weeks, that God's going to give you a job of something extra that's not going to be overbearing, over nothing, over stressing you. He's going to give you an extra job to do something or extra craft or whatever it may be. I can't tell it all, but he said you know in part and you prophesy in part. So I'm just saying that he's going to give you something extra that going to bring in some extra cash. Even if you just need some extra blow money. I don't know what it is, but whoever receiving it, that's who it's for. That, that you're going to do something extra out of what you're already doing. It ain't going to be no stress for nothing, but it's going to bring you an extra income. Everybody that received that, I want you to give God a praise. If you, if you receive that right now, I want you to give God a praise if you receive it right now. Now, that could be for everybody, but it's not for everybody because everybody didn't receive it. <laughs> but it is for those that received that. It's for those that receive that. Somebody said, well, at my age, what can I do? You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised what you could do. You could be surprised what you could do to get extra income from the creative idea that God will give you. And I want you to, I want you to come and share it with me. I want you to come back and, and, and just share it with me. Say, say, Bishop, I got that extra. I, I got that extra thing. I ain't, it ain't no stress on me either. And I'm able to do it. And I'm bringing in extra. Because watch this. I know you're doing good, but if you got extra, you can go on that dream vacation that you wanted to go on. Anybody here got a dream vacation? Anybody got a dream vacation? Now, you know, I, I thought, I, I did go on the one that I thought, say, well, if I go on this one, you know, praise the Lord, that's the one I really want to go on, and, you know, that's what I did. And I went on that one. But do you know that God dropped in my spirit some more dream vacations after that? Because this is how it works. Once you get the taste of the goodness of one, it's like it grow on you and multiply on you and say, ooh, if that was but good. <laughs> Let me just play it for the next one because they're going to be good, as, as good as this one that I just went on. I need you to experience that. 
I need you to have that. I need you to walk in that. I need you to live in that. You understand what I'm saying? Some of you all right now, you need a new car. You ain't said nothing about it. But you, God knows you need it. But keep remaining faithful. Keep progressing. And watch what God does. Amen. Some of you need a new car. And you know, sometimes, you know, some people who don't have good intentions, they, ooh, I'm tapping into that. But no, you ain't tapping into that car. See, you ain't taking care of the one you got now. You won't keep it clean. You won't do nothing. You won't put oil in it. Blow up the engine. We ain't talking about you. We're talking about those that are taking care of what God already has. And watch the progression of it. And watch God do what he said he would do. Come on, put your hand together. Give God praise.